I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Yeah, I mean, I've done heaps of recorded Zoom um, meetings for uni and they were all fine. So I thought you said nasty and I was like, ooh. (laughs) You've done a lot of recorded nasty Zooms. I hope you got paid. <laughs> Only fans. <laughs> fans. So obviously we've started. <laughs> oh, this is true. This is true. But it feels weird, doesn't it? It does feel really weird. I don't like not being able to like slap your face. Why would you want to slap me? I'm perfect. If you say something offensive that me? I get personally offended by, yeah. Me? Okay, well, <laughs> the one time we had to cut anything out of this podcast was what you said. True. So, <laughs> True. Can't believe you really call me out ever. like that. Gonna have to call you out on that one. Wow, that's just quite frankly rude. We could have hidden that what? forever. It's true, but the viewers are never going to know what it was. That's true. Good. That's true. We've got to keep a bit of mystery. <laughs> got to keep the mystery. Yeah, well, that's, you know, we're famous for being mysterious uh, people. Exactly. No, truly, we are. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay, how are you? Yeah, good. Good. It's rainy. Mm. It's cold. Love that for us. Mm. It's like 15 degrees cooler than it was last week. So that's it's ideal. True. Oh, it's honestly, yeah, but it's also like raining nonstop. And usually I like the rain, but it's been a lot. That's also the elephant it in the room. It has been a lot. <laughs> the elephant in the room is that we're not in the same room. <laughs> true. This is I, true. Yeah. You're right. We were unable to um, be in the same place because he has leprosy. Yes, I have to quarantine. Mm. Yes, exactly. for leprosy, not COVID though. No, specifically not COVID. <laughs> yeah. okay. We're on the same page, but mostly it was just because of the weather. I would have risked leprosy for her. Oh, that's so romantic. I know, I'm pretty cute. Yeah, you're you're going to have to excuse all the cars that are driving by. That's where there's just... I haven't heard any. Oh, really? Okay, a really loud one just went by. So if you didn't hear that, then it's totally fine. Unless a random rubbish truck comes by, then we'll be right. How are you, Nick? I'm good. Cute. Nice. How was your weekend? Oh, yeah, it's fine. No, you you do your thing. (laughs) No, I was just going to say, did you want to know what the other elephant in the room is? Uh, Yeah, obviously. Okay, well, the other elephant in the room is that I am... (sighs) Okay, well, I don't want to shock you, but... (laughs) I am a member of the Imperial Senate on a diplomatic mission to Alderaan, and um, I'm going to need you to leave me alone. I don't know what to say. Okay, well, I was trying to tell you that I'm re-watching all the Star Wars movies. <laughs> right, okay, well, just so you know, I could leave this meeting with the click of a button. <laughs> oh my god, so you're telling me that we have to record in person forever because you're always going to be ditching Otherwise if I I'll even bring you. up anything pretty much wow. yeah pretty much um no and you why, prefer to threaten you, why me in are you person? doing that yeah because we've been watching the mandalorian the yeah the slap um right we've been watching the mandalorian and it's like it's starting to just be less of a standalone thing and more of a very universe yeah. buildy thing yeah which is kind of a lot it is a lot um and the timelines and the names and it's like okay well I guess I gotta go rewatch everything I'm not gonna lie this is actually kind of convenient because my Christmas present for you is Star Wars related (gasps) so I know right my Christmas present (laughs) for you should we give each other presents on the podcast next week okay we don't have to I just have I have one that you have to open on the podcast the rest you don't have to Jesus. The rest? How many did you buy me? I bought you one. 
Oh yeah, but mine are like you'll see they're small things. <laughs> okay, all right. Don't worry. I only spend like five hundred dollars on you. Oh, well, that's the minimum that I expect. So <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's fair. You're worth only twenty, but I spend five hundred. <laughs> Good. Good. Yeah. Also worth more than twenty, but whatever. Whatever. <laughs> um did mm. yeah, I feel like um something people don't talk about enough is the fact that the Star Wars movies, if you watch them from release order. Yeah. Were you just tapping? That sounded like a lot. <laughs> <laughs> I um I did I did tap on my phone, but that was wow. all the way over here. Wow, so tappy wild. tappy. You're such a nice kind of, are you wearing, Did you um, hear it again? I did. It's not that bad. It's just wow. glitchy. Kind of like you're in the Matrix, which is fine. Um, wow. Yeah. Um, no, something people don't talk about enough is that the Star Wars movies are cheesy as hell. Like, if you watch them from the beginning, True. the, like, original movies are super camp and super stupid. Yeah. And this They're, was... Yes. This is actually a call-out post for me. Because back when The Last Jedi came out, I hated it. I thought it was so stupid and dumb. <laughs> and yeah, literally, like, it was the bane of my existence. I hated it, hated it. Um, I was one of those I people. Remember. Yeah. We got into a lot of arguments. Well, we didn't get into a lot of arguments, but I feel like we once talked about this and I was like, no, it's really good. And you were like, Madison, you're wrong. And then we never talked about it again. I was like, Madison, you of- stupid bitch. How could you even do this? <laughs> What's it like to be so wrong? he's an idiot <laughs> yeah literally i like destroyed you for no reason um yeah no, no reason because you, turns out watch, i was right you were right and once you watch the originals and everything you're like oh they were campy the whole time it's like it's okay, true now i can enjoy the last jedi fully because <laughs> with like proper context yeah you know yeah yeah that's all that's yeah. my five minute rant on um oh we should be timing this hey yeah, yeah probably Okay. Uh, um, also, do we need to like? I don't know how your thing's working. I'm assuming you're the one who's doing the recording. But have you got it split so like half of it is you and half of it is me? The screen because I just changed it to that. Okay, cool. Oh uh, yeah, that's what I have it as. I know I can see it in the mirror. I was watching myself. <laughs> Why are you watching yourself in the mirror when you can be watching yourself on the screen? You're an idiot. For the same reason that people watch themselves in the mirror when they're having sex with someone else. Because it's hot? Because I'm a narcissist. <laughs> <laughs> you can watch yourself in multiple places. Why wouldn't you? Yeah, exactly. That's what I'm Love that. well known for. Um, anyway, yeah. <laughs> so sorry about having a Star Wars breakdown in the first five minutes. But anyway. Uh, anyway, I, I think you didn't get to the point, which was you changed your mind and that The Last Jedi is actually amazing. The best Star Wars movie. I apologize to you, though. Thank you. I, I, I text, take that No, I don't apologize to you now. I already have. I'm not going to do it twice. Oh, you mean <laughs> you mean you apologized in the past tense? I don't yeah. even remember this, but you're probably right. You probably did. I texted you and I watched it and I was like, hey, look, so this is really embarrassing for me to admit. <laughs> but um, I was wrong. I was wrong. I was wrong. <laughs> and you're like, uh, suck on my feet, you filthy pig. And I was like, okay. That sounds like me. That does sound like you. Constantly yeah. attacking me for my sexuality. Constantly. 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 It's okay though. I attack you for your um gender all the time, so it's fine. Wow. Mm. It's a real there's equality here. Yeah. Equal it's equality. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Ariana Grande, truly. Truly an icon. Truly. She's oh that God. bitch. Should we talk about the fact that Twist Twist Swizz T Swizz pulled an Ari, Twist Swizz pulled an Twizz. Ari, and she released two albums in one year. Yeah, that was crazy. That's that almost, was a plot twist. Almost three albums in one year, really. It's true because it's only been fifteen months since Lover. Yeah, because that was last August. Yeah, so it's that's pretty impressive. That's a, it's a, it's a lot, especially for Taylor, who it's was such a, like a strict. Two, yeah, three, every uh, two years. Um, cycle. Yeah. Mm. yeah, it's true. It's What's really it called? True. It's called Evermore, the new album. Evermore, yeah. Which yeah. I, I terrible name. Hate too. It's not great. This isn't to I... say we hate T Swizz. 
I actually love Taylor Swift and I think she is physically incapable of making a bad album and I do not think that Evermore is a bad album. However, <laughs> I think we've made the point on this podcast before that her albums are generally really long and there's always generally. some pretty dodgy genderly <laughs> you're always bringing gender into this wow i know my oh, no, goodness. i thought that was me okay the i'm getting my problem of I'm it getting all my problematic uh problematic qualities <laughs> confused i'm sorry all right well let's um everyone's problematic let's go with that mm. <laughs> anyway no and we've talked about how generally her albums are too long and so it means that like half of the yeah. songs on there are kind of quite average yeah instead of um it being like one fantastic short album it's like half an album fantastic half an album kind of average anyway I feel like that's what's because Evermore is exactly the same vibe as folklore mm. it's like that but mm-hmm. really <laughs> mm-hmm. uh intensified yeah you know yeah it's, I mean she um, in, her, was, in, in her own words it's a sister album yes and it does feel like a sister album. It's exactly the same sound, exactly the same vibe. Like the stories, again, are not her own. She's telling other people, like fictional people's stories. So mm-hmm. it's exactly the same. Um, yeah, what I, are, what I are don't know. Names? I, who? In, on Evermore, what are the characters' names? Uh, I don't really like know. A JD I really listened to most of the songs once. Probably. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> okay, I, yeah, I only listened to it once. I, I did you add any songs to your playlist? No. <laughs> I added four, but I was being generous. I will say uh, I... um I really liked one of them. Don't remember what it was. I think that's the one you sent me was like long story short or something. Long story short. I like long story short. Um that's the only one I really re- remember because long story short kind of has cowboy vibes not cowboy the song yeah. which is also on the album <laughs> um, yeah literally I want to listen to that song again I feel like I didn't appreciate that cowboy one enough mm. at the time there's also I added Willow I, okay well okay yeah. controversial opinion uh picking Willow as the lead single was a choice and I honestly I think it kind of makes sense with Taylor Swift's um ironically her reputation because her first singles are always like not the best songs on the album or in the top three or four or five songs Mm. I feel like she's pretty consistently makes bad choices (laughs) (laughs) not in life just with the lead singles I will probably agree with that although I will say personally Cardigan was my favorite song of Folklore and one of my favorite songs of the year I'm not gonna lie and I don't think Willow was necessarily a bad choice just because I think it's one of the most upbeat songs on the album. But I don't think it's one of the best songs. Okay. It's a choice. <laughs> well, I added it to my play- playlist. I added Tolerate It, which was generous. I added Champagne pl- Problems. <laughs> Sorry, your delivery. I added-, <laughs> I added it, but it was generous. <laughs> because <laughs> I felt bad for her <laughs> um no I added champagne problems overall Twice. which I liked I liked that song except for the addition of the words champagne problems every like second sentence I was like it doesn't even make sense there like hmm. why is it why did you add that so it's the movie and then all over again pretty much yeah <laughs> And then I added Nobody, No Crime, which was objectively the best song on the album and potentially one of Taylor's best songs ever, which is wow. really, it's, I know, I you know. You really just, you popped up on Zoom with a statement to make. <laughs> <laughs> I did. I have really strong feelings about that song. It's really good. It's, it's no, it's really, it's definitely very good. And um, I think that it redeems the whole album, just how good God. it is. <laughs> I know, I, I'm going off. I've got once, a lot of hot I enjoyed takes. it. I enjoyed it the first time. Um, I've got to listen to it again because I did like it, but I didn't like, you know, add it to my playlist. But um, I will listen to anything with Haim slash Haim on it. <laughs> well, I mean, they they don't really sing that much. I'm not going to lie. It was kind of the Dixie Chicks on Lover all over again. <laughs> Stop. That was the fucking funniest thing in existence. By getting the Dixie Chicks slash the chicks onto a song and then not letting them sing. Talk about yeah. big dick energy. 
<laughs> literally though <laughs> no I feel like I'm gonna have to call you out here though because you me? said to me the reason yeah the reason you didn't like no body no crime was because you did you couldn't unpack the story of it even if you tried I did not say that ver- that is verbatim what you texted Bitch. me you know what we're gonna do I'm gonna go through our messages I'm gonna take a screenshot and I'm gonna post it on our Instagrams uh, no stories. little bitch I can look at it right now yeah little bitch we can do it because I never said I didn't <laughs> like it I said I don't get the story doesn't mean I don't like the no song. I don't think no I don't think you did say you didn't like it well then stop trying but to the, slander me the implication was that well it wasn't about the calling you out wasn't about the not liking it was about the not understanding oh well no this is all now it's a legal problem and i'm coming for you with my lawyers (laughs) i'm suing tay lawyer sue with defamation it's defamation (laughs) um yeah no but it turns out that problem is definitely not unique to you like it's like a common a lot of people did not understand the song yeah on the first listen only, I think I just didn't care enough. <laughs> um, and Fair. also, like, it's a kind of a different story to, um, oh, you flex them with your aircon? Wow. Um, no, I turned the light on. <laughs> oh, never mind. Yeah. I'm having lights. Wow. Yeah. Enjoy your classes then. Wow. Yeah. Um, no, it's not that I didn't, um, like, I didn't even try to understand the story because I couldn't be bothered Fair. to, like, unpack the taylor swift cinematic universe um <laughs> well she herself said that she thinks that inez and one of the chicks from evermore go to the same school and cross each other in the hallways and i'm like okay well oh dang ugh, that's a lot i shouldn't have to write that's like, too much no exactly i shouldn't have to write a game of thrones length novel to understand this like I dramedy <laughs> i know i definitely agree wholeheartedly okay good i'm glad we're on the same page because once again i am right same. I don't I didn't actually voice an opinion but <laughs> <laughs> uh, your opinion was that Taylor Swift shouldn't be um mixing all of her songs together and I agree so yes you were technically right but it wasn't exactly a hot take <laughs> this is also true but for real though back to your original point she just released two full albums of like 18 songs oh yeah yes and it's like sweetie those albums would have gone from sevens in quality yeah like eight eight point fives if you just learned how to cut it's really you gotta trim the fat trim the fat trim the fucking fat (laughs) but this no it's really true except you know you're right well we have differing opinions on that but i think that no because she, she, she could no i need you to hear me out here if she cut out Welcome to New York, 1989 would have been a 10 out of 10 album. I didn't mind Welcome to New York. See, I think this is the thing. What's this is like the thing so about stupid. Taylor Swift. <laughs> this is the last Jedi all over again. <laughs> You're an offensive person. <laughs> this is true. No, I think the thing about Taylor Swift albums is that each song tells such a different story. And she is such a good storyteller that different songs say different things to different people. Like, no, no, I'm serious. Like people, you know, do you remember, do you remember on Folklore, like all of Twitter was like, oh my God, Mirabal is the best fucking song ever. And you and I were like, oh, literally, what are they on? Literally, (laughs) it's clearly Betty. Well, see, see, (laughs) this is the point. I think she just like people can't like universally agree like it's what true. are the best songs on her albums so that's why they've got to be really long because obviously she doesn't know what are the best songs either yeah and it's true and objectively her best song of all time is me exclamation point featuring Brenda Yuri of Panic at the Disco I actually will leave this Zoom meeting if you say that again <laughs> that's fair I can't even believe it made it on the album let alone the first single <laughs> right literally that that was a choice that was a choice <laughs> and the fact that no one told her sweetie choice stop so, that no stop. no shush 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 clip clip <laughs> oh god <laughs> you're right though i am you're definitely correct this is true mm. also are we going to talk about um the other elephant in the room is that the prom? No. The that you made the me room watch on the weekend? Is the feud between 
champagne problems and also champagne problems. <laughs> Do you follow? <laughs> Do you mean the two characters in Champagne Problems or what are you talking no, about? No, I mean the fact that Katy Perry on her, uh, you know, chart-topping, not really, uh, latest album Smile had a song on it called Champagne Problems. No way! Yeah, and I'm the like, how did you get another, how did Taylor put a song on her album that came out months mm-hmm. later? called Champagne Problems and not, like, feature Katy Perry or anything. And I n- neither of them have acknowledged it. And I just, I feel like um, they really owe it to us to acknowledge it. The fans. The fans. <laughs> also, I should say, I, I'm, not, I'm not a Katy Perry stan. I will 11 out of 10. I, I love Taylor Swift's music. Um, mm. And notoriously, I do not that. like Katy all that much. <laughs> But I think it's a little much that she um, released a song called Champagne Problems. I mean, I think the thing about this is it's a very specific wording. Like, yeah. yeah. Taylor Swift also on this album, there was a song called Happiness, and there's a song called Happiness on Little Mix's recent album, Confetti. You know, where it's like all happiness is quite a broad. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Mm. Like it's it's a name, you know. I don't know. Champagne problems definitely does seem a bit specific. Niche. Specific. It does. I don't know. I I don't know. I don't really have an opinion on that one. Guess you could say Not that Taylor lie. Swift went swimming in the specific ocean. Well, I guess you could, but why would you? Wouldn't. You? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. This is fair. This is fair. <laughs> Unfortunately, unfortunately, I must admit defeat. <laughs> so I was right and you were wrong. Is that what you're saying? I can neither confirm nor deny. <laughs> you're so funny. <laughs> I unfortunately am Bethany Frankel from the Who Real the fuck Housewives is Bethany of New York. Frankel? I'm oh, 90%, okay. 90% sure I showed you the clip of Bethany Frankel uh, and she's like, well, maybe I am a know-it-all. Maybe I know it all. And then her yeah, is you all. Did. <laughs> I don't think anyone really knows it all. And Bethany is all. Well, I know it all. And if you would like to know any of it all, come to me because I know it all. I feel I'm a know-it-all <laughs> is what I'm saying. <laughs> okay, I the fact that you just played that video back, like from your mouth verbatim, I think definitely does. Yeah, I'm basically <laughs> an orator. Orator. Or or orta, or <laughs> This is over all over again. It is. I think it's orta, but that also might be just the way I say it as a bogus. Well, that actually Australian. wasn't one of my options. So <laughs> <laughs> it was orta. was like you don't know it or all. Orta <laughs> So I do know it all. Doesn't mean I'm right about it all. <laughs> but I know it all. I like that you can admit that. Yes. <laughs> Thank you. So does this mean we're coming? There you go. I was going to say, does this mean we're coming to the point in the podcast where we talk about the Real Housewives? Oh, yeah. I don't no. really have anything to say. Fair. Well, actually, yeah. You finished. You finished season two of Beverly Hills. Oh, we did finish season two. Yeah, it was a bit. A lot. It was, it was a lot. The reunion was a lot too because there was there was quite a feud between Adrian and Lisa, which was unexpected. Right. It's all they were they were really the tense. Washing the chicken with hand soap. Iconic. That's where it that all started. That killed me. Also, yeah, casual. So they all worked asking about Taylor's husband's uh, death. <laughs> Literally, they're the also casual. Like, Honestly, it was like never addressed in the TV series. And then right? in the reunion, they just were like, yeah, he's dead. And it's like, maybe okay, you should like, fill the audience in on that. I don't yeah, know. Give us some context. Literally. Like, literally. Um, it's in the final actual episode before the reunion. It's like Pandora's wedding. And then it cuts to like three weeks later and they say nothing. And yeah. it's like, yeah, we exactly. Haven't, we haven't seen Taylor for a while since the, the tragedy. And it's like, Excuse me. Yeah, this is ten years ago. Yeah, we need like, context. What? Truly, Olivia and I figure it's because um, at the time everyone would have known about it because it would have been really yeah. highly publicized. But 
still like do they not think people are going to go back and watch mm. i don't know it's a bit honestly if olivia looked up like all the characters when we were watching season one and she found out about the um the death the suicide mm. and if she hadn't looked it up we would have been so lost we would have yeah. had no idea so problematic it's true, it's true and you should say it <laughs> uh, what were you going to say before I don't know. Me either. Okay. Well, what's happened this week, Nick? Um, oh, I feel like a lot. Um, <laughs> well, okay. The real elephant in the room. Sorry to get to it like almost half an hour in. But um, <laughs> the real elephant in the room is the Galactic Federation. handle this i genuinely can't handle this nick would you like to please um no i'd like to leave it to you to explain i'd like to leave it to you to give context thanks okay all right well apparently so just one interruption pretty much the entire week all maddie's been posting about is the galactic federation (laughs) 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 and that's not a criticism i mean i just I just love it so much. Like, I just, like, I just, it's like peak conspiracy theory for me. (laughs) And I really want aliens, well, I believe in aliens. So, like, actually confirming that they're real would just be, like, the highlight of my life. (laughs) Especially if it's called something fucking stupid, like the Galactic Federation. Literally. You think as the Galactic Federation, as a a council of um, leaders of universes, they would understand that the Galactic Federation is copyrighted to like Star Trek or some shit. (laughs) (laughs) Right? You'd think, you'd think. Also, I just love the fact that we've been like denied entry. The aliens are like, Earth sucks. We don't want them in. So let's just just keep- You can't fold them. You can't fold them. No, truly. Like after 2020, they're probably like, oh, they're never getting in. There's a lot they have to do to redeem this year. Dodged a bullet there. <laughs> oh god. Um yeah, no, so apparently this Israeli dude who was I don't remember his name. He was the um the head of the Israeli space force. <laughs> force, yeah, space force. Yeah. Um and I'll just call it Buzz Lightyear's Star Command because it's all as ridiculous iconic. as that anyway. Literally. Okay, anyway, so this Israeli Israeli man who was the head of Star Command, he <laughs> came out this week. He used to be the head of Stark Mand. He's not anymore. Oh, good for him. We support the gays. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, keep going. <laughs> he came out yeah. this week or this past <laughs> week and said basically that aliens are real and there is a galactic federation um, and Earth has been denied <laughs> entry. <laughs> because we suck and Donald Trump does know about them and try really hard to tell the public <laughs> but the aliens were like no don't do it yet for some reason um also, also yeah exactly we're not ready um yeah. a key feature which is my favorite personal part is that apparently there is a colony on Mars underground of aliens and Americans living together. <laughs> Specifically Americans, by the way. It didn't say Literally. humans, it said Americans. Literally fucking absurd. So. Also, absurd. why didn't he say anything about what they look like? Maybe he has no imagination. That's why it's called Galactic Federation. True. <laughs> My favorite bit was at the end. He was like, you know, I've got a really good reputation now. If I'd come out and said all of this 10 years ago, no one would have believed me. But I feel like now people are going to trust what I say. It's like, dude, I've never even fucking heard of you. Got bad news for you, buddy. Shit up. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, I feel like this dude just got like high watching an episode of Star Trek and then it was like, (laughs) wait, this is all real. I'm going to tweet about it right now. And then he was in too deep and he's like, I can't backtrack. I've got to, I've got to commit. Yeah, dude, just like the um, underground bunkers on Mars. Exactly. Exactly. Like once you're in. Yeah. <laughs> really fucking oh psychotic. And the fact that really? Trump tweeted the other day that he was trying to declassify everything before <laughs> he leaves presidency. Stop and that. I- that was why I tweeted and was like Galactic Federation. 
<laughs> I need it. Truly, I need it. Declassify everything, Trump. A little post-it note with a check yes or no box. Yes. Like aliens? Galactic. Yeah. <laughs> Galactic, Galactic Federation. Literally. <laughs> honestly i feel like you know the area 51 raid was only like a year ago literally don't and people are saying that's why they didn't let us into the federation because <laughs> we tried to raid area 51 no, no running. Yeah. <laughs> oh god oh, honestly it's my favorite part of 2020 honestly, one of there's been some real highs and real lows but the highs were iconic. <laughs> it's true. The lows were a lot. <laughs> the lows were a lot, but the highs were also a lot. <laughs> Aliens are real. Killer wasps. Remember that? Killer wasps. I do remember that. Jong-un, my favorite part of the year. One of my favorite parts of the year. When he pretended to be dead to weed out all the fakes in his friendship group. Love that. Oh, uh, yeah, Kim. <laughs> Kimmy boy. And it was, yeah. Because of... <laughs> We're gonna get fucking sniped. Um, sniped. Sniped. It, sniped. Whatever. <laughs> um, Wesley sniped. No, I don't um, know what it is. Uh, no, and the fact that you know Destiny became canon. That was wild. That was Putin, wild. Putin resigning apparently. Mm-hmm. It's a lot. It's a lot. It's been. It's been a year. It's true. Should we do a New Year's episode where we just? Name the top 20 iconic cultural moments of the year. I genuinely don't know if I could remember them all. This is true. My attention span <laughs> goes like... There's just been so much. Literally, if I didn't take notes during the week about all the crazy shit that happens, I, I'd forget. I honestly had forgotten about the Galactic Federation. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> Until you said it, I was like... Oh. <laughs> I know. Oh. Yeah. Okay, well, that's really quite offensive. <laughs> To the aliens this is why they don't let us in this is why they don't let us in it's also because we yeah. do this to them <laughs> like yes humans will spend 60 to 80 dollars on a baby yoda bobblehead we shall not let them in the galactic federation and that's that's the yeah, that definitely is part of the reason mm. i loved that bobblehead by the way that was real really sexy thank you I was going to get you a baby Yoda for Christmas, so I'm glad I didn't. <laughs> it's okay. My dog hates it. Thinks it's coming for oh, really? the gig. Yeah. She gets jealous Iconic. of babies too. If there's a baby in the house wow. ever, she um, just has it. Wow. Mm. It's because the baby's getting more attention than she is? Yep. Nigel's like that. Yeah. Classic Nigel. He's a little bitch. Classic Nigel. <laughs> context we are talking about Nigel Thornberry obviously okay. that is his middle name Mackenzie didn't want it to be but I said it so much now that his name is Nigel Thornberry that like everyone just knows that it's Nigel Thornberry and Mackenzie's like that's Good. not his middle name and everyone else is like Madison said a lot <laughs> I mean if you name a um schnauzer yeah Nigel and yeah. it looks, schnauz- schnauzers look like they have fucking mustaches. Like Correlations Mr. Thornberry. There. <laughs> it Mr. is Thornberry. There. Please, Mr. <laughs> Thornberry is my father. Just call me Mr. <laughs> Just call me Nigel. <laughs> Just call me Nigel. Nigel. I feel like I should get Nigel here so everyone can see. Cute little Nigel. Well, I mean, this is predominantly an audio podcast. That's really true. Sucks for everyone who's... <laughs> only listening i mean definitely get him up when we're finished and i'll take a screenshot and post it to one insta adorable i'll just take a picture of him i have a question (laughs) yeah back to star wars right (laughs) (laughs) why why okay in the prequel trilogy you know how the first one's anakin as a kid and then the second one's like 15 years later and he's a grown-up hot uh, what's his face? Christensen. Christensen. Hayden. Hayden. Um, vaguely, I've only seen them once. Okay, well, Natalie Portman <laughs> is Queen Amidala in both of them, or well, all three really. But the fact that 
it goes from Anakin being a kid to Anakin being grown up and the love story continues from the first one to the second one. And it's like, why didn't you just cast a younger person as like teen Amidala and then Natalie as the adult Amidala? Because it feels like a lot to have Natalie um, Portman have a romantic arc with a literal child. This is accurate. Is that is it because she's apparently is she because she's not supposed to age? Like, why how did that even work anyway? Well, if, she can, die, if she can die during childbirth, I think she can age. Well, then why would why would she stay looking the same? That's so weird. Wasn't she only like thirteen or fifteen anyway? She was in school. She Natalie might have been thirteen or fifteen. Yeah, but I'm pretty sure she was in high school. Well, then why was she playing adult Amidala? I don't know. Why don't you have all the answers, I don't know George? The answer, Dan. Why are you asking me then? I know, because <laughs> you're meant to be George Lucas. You're meant to know everything. Oh, I see. I'm with it now. Even though okay. I'm the know-it-all. Right. Mm. Did okay, you see? Well, as Mr. Lucas. Mm. No, I refuse to answer <laughs> your questions. Yeah. Did you see that doing an <laughs> iCarly reboot? Are they? Yes, how iconic. Yeah, and Kylie, Freddie, and Spencer are all coming back. Is Spencer the brother? Yeah. Yeah, as they should be. Kylie, is um, that other one coming back, Sam? We don't know. That other one. Jeanette McCurdy, because she did that. She doesn't like she does anything else. Yeah, Sam and Kat. Well, it's true. It's true, but she shouldn't say it. (laughs) Um. Yeah, she did Sam and Cat and had a massive feud with Ari, so I think she might just be off Nickelodeon. You know how iconic. What was it I mean, about? It's not, it's not going to Nickelodeon. It's going to like whatever the CBS Paramount Plus or whatever it is. Oh. Um. But I don't know what the feud was about because Ari was becoming a major star and didn't want to do more. And Jeanette McCurdy was like, "Please, no, there's a man in the job." That's awkward. Yeah. <laughs> It's a lot. That is a lot. Mm-hmm. Did you just make that up, or is it true? Um, you know, a bit of both. <laughs> there was a feud, but that's not what it was about. Yeah, I think that's true. I think that I think you got it there. I think we got there. Um, do you want to know what changed my life this week? Uh, what? Troy Sivan and Casey Musgraves Easy featuring Mark Ronson. Wow. Sounds sexy. Anyone who knows me knows that I stand Troy Sivan. I stand Casey Musgraves. Golden Now is my favorite album of all time. I mean, <gasps> yeah, bitch, I'm Sorry. talking about Casey Musgraves <laughs> and you're here yawning. I'm sorry. <laughs> I wish we were in the same room so that I could fucking deck you. Wow. I'll fuck you up. <laughs> I'll fuck you up. I hope the fuck you do. Literally, I can't believe you just yawned. Um, yeah, sorry, Troy Sivan, Casey Musgraves. The song's iconic, and the music video is also iconic. And Maddie's a piece of shit. <laughs> That's the conclusion. That's the conclusion. I'm sorry, I still love you. Do you though? Do you really? Yes, this is me patting your face, and that's me recoiling. <laughs> the awkwardness of it all did you um listen to Gwen Stefani's new song I did I didn't really like it (laughs) no it was very like generic it was but I'll tell you what the saving grace is Mm. do you know no the saving grace is the lyrics because the lyrics are horrendous they really are but they're so bad that they're kind of kind of fun you know? you're actually might be correct i specifically remember a bit at the beginning talking about bananas and i was like she trying to do um um a b-a-n-a-n-a-s thing or whatever it is yeah like a purposefully cheesy <laughs> whatever thing. the song that's from yeah oh yes it's the fourth line What's in the, the first pl- oh wait hold on i've got to read the whole thing <laughs> the simple recipe to get the best of me Homegrown ingredients, that's what made you mess with me. Um, in the first place, because you know I'm like orga- I'm like organic. 
and it tastes great, I already gave you bananas. <laughs> I mean, with a different accent, I think it would be bananas. bananas. <laughs> so it might rhyme a bit more there, but. <laughs> bananas. I mean, would it though? Uh, no. Yeah. Probably. I mean, it might, but it wouldn't be good. This is true. But my personal favorite is the chorus because it's not a comeback. I'm recycling me. It's not a comeback. <laughs> you feel that new energy. Na 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 na. Got a smile on my face. Go ahead and pass it on. Na 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 na. It's free with a coupon. Coupon. <laughs> it's the repeating the word coupon for me. Coupon for me. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so oh God. So stupid. Yeah. It's not great. <sighs> oh hey, this. Oh look at this. Ooh, mm. 2020. 2020. 20 vision <laughs> oh yeah i love that too wow, i'm sorry we're reading you fulfilled mr funny i actually adore you your your album love angel music baby shaped my childhood Ma'am. <laughs> but um your song sucks <laughs> your song your song sucks you said let me reintroduce yeah. myself and we said no thank you <laughs> we said we don't want it so take, take, it take, take it back please I'd like to keep it on please <laughs> oh god we're so mean <laughs> yeah but like she's not Taylor Good. Swift she can't just release a song with bad lyrics and expect us to listen you're right <laughs> especially it's been a hot minute since she released any music so it's true also she anyway. married um Blake Shelton and it's like if you're gonna marry someone in the country music industry, couldn't it have been a woman because they're the only valid country stylist? Yeah, you're right. Truly. Thank you. I have nothing more to add there. Good. <laughs> <sighs> okay, what else? What else? What else? The prom. It's true, but I'm really, I don't want to, I'm scared about what you're opinions gonna be of it and I loved it so much that I'm like I don't know if I can deal with Maddie shitting on it <laughs> you know um well I'll put your fear to rest and say that I also loved it so <gasps> oh thank god okay <laughs> <laughs> my no, butthole just unclenched fucking... <laughs> you're so funny because <laughs> I saw your video thumbnail on your review of the prom and yeah in the thumbnail it says best musical of the year question mark and it was like bitch that's shady there's only been one <laughs> <laughs> i mean you're one. right <laughs> no but it, it was actually the best musical of the year even though there wasn't a big sample <laughs> it's true it was so good no, it was actually really, really good. Yeah, it was fantastic. Like it, James it Corden has, aside. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> wow. Yes, James Corden I can't believe you would do that. Yeah, it was yeah. Um, It was very good. Yeah. I mean, there's a lot to say about James Corden's character because he shouldn't have taken the role in the first place. No, he should not have. And Ryan Murphy shouldn't have offered it to him in the first place. Accurate. However, I understand, like, the power of star power in Hollywood, I get it. But yeah. You literally had Meryl Streep and Nicole Kidman right there. You didn't need, and Kerry Washington. You didn't need James Corden too. It's kind of really true. I I just feel like there are a, like other like a lot of people were like, why wasn't it Titus Burgess? I think his name is, who was also, yeah, exactly. I mean, he's obviously not as famous as James Corden, but I feel like I don't know. He's actually gay. Yeah. I, just, Kevin- yeah, I don't know. I think. Kevin Chamberlain, who um, in the movie he played the like assistant who got the rooms and stuff. He had like yeah. a mustache and glasses. He's the he's the was butler he, in was he only Jesse, the TV thing? show Jesse. No. What? Oh. Did you watch the TV show Jesse on Disney Channel ever? Not really. I know of it, oh. but I only ever watched like an episode here or there. Well, anyway, he's he's a plus sized IRL gay man. Who actually does Love musical theatre and is known wow. for being in Broadway. And they made him be a side character instead of James Corden's character. And it's like, what? That's a bit of a choice. 
literally you had the actual description of the character there and you didn't use him yeah it's really true it's really true however I I, it's like I, I I honestly do think James Corden did a good job he did the singing was great. He did actually do a good job. His singing was very good. I think he's a pretty good singer. And mm-hmm. his acting was very good. Um, I just think it was it was an like inappropriate offensive. choice. Yeah. yeah I think especially, him be very effeminate. Yeah. I'm, I, I, I'm going to say I don't think he was as effeminate as I've seen other gay characters be, especially in musicals. But he definitely did have, like, he wasn't, like, a masculine gay, you know, mm-hmm. I would say. Um, well, the only thing, I reason think, I think that making him in a, uh, I mean, he was already in a, fe- in a feminine character in the musical, the Broadway musical, but um, like, it's the fact that even like a mildly feminine sounding gay man. Yeah, yeah. Played by a straight character, a, a straight yeah. person is like a lot to unpack. It's true. It is a lot. And I think the other thing is that made it particularly inappropriate was the fact that so much of his story was centered around him, like not being accepted. Yeah. By his parents and uh, yeah, the gay experience basically, as you said, and I feel like, I don't know, not that it would have been okay otherwise, but I think because it was focused so much on that, like experience and those emotions, it was a bit like, Oh, this was wrong. Yeah. This was bad. It was a choice but it was honestly i think probably like the only bad thing about the movie everything I oh agree. actually i lie the runtime was fucking that was a lot but aside from that it was very good it was I very the good runtime i was really enjoyed it i only say that because drag. yeah because all the songs were pretty pretty necessary and good it's no this is true it's true and it didn't drag and i didn't necessarily get bored but anything that's over two hours automatically makes me go they should have got that down yeah yeah <laughs> so. that's true and it's like um i will say though is that nigel or jasper that was nigel no that's nigel um, jasper doesn't bark Nigel. um one of the positives about i think the runtime was that it wasn't like um because it's based on a broadway musical by the way yeah viewers oh, the door Gross. This is why we can't podcast at home. Okay, take a break. Hold Do on. you want to go take a break? Give me one second. Okay, I'm back. <laughs> <laughs> um, the dangers of recording from home. Truly. Um. Anyway, yeah. No, I was gonna say that the um. Oh, was that not in the Broadway? Yeah. No, that is. That's where the intermission is in the Broadway. Oh. Oh, I see. Yes. That was really emotional. I cried. I cried too. I cried at the end of the movie. I did too. When um, Alyssa came out to her mum. Yeah, well, I just started crying when they all came in, when all the queer kids came into the um, prom. Oh, yeah. And then that was pretty cute. When Alyssa came out to her mum. But um, despite the fact that it's based on a Broadway musical, I think that they made a good choice picking this uh, musical to adapt into a film. Because, like, the. um, (laughs) Can you hear that noise? Yeah, but it's not loud. I don't know what it is. It's. I think Dad's sawing. I can hear uh, it really loudly, but if you can't, that's fine. I mean, I can hear it, but it's not loud. Um, yeah, like it's not like. You know, have you seen the musical uh, movie musical adaption of Into the Woods? Uh, I've seen the movie. Yes, yeah, but yeah. I haven't seen the Broadway musical or anything. Yeah, well, you don't need to. But like, that's that's one of the movies that's like. I think a bad choice to turn from a Broadway musical into a movie because the middle point in which the intermission happens takes such a drastic tonal shift and such a drastic like change in narrative that it is awkward for moviegoers. Um, It's true. I didn't like that movie. I don't think it was very good, which I think is hilarious because so many people talk about it all the time. There's like a really good movie and I'm like, no, no, wrong. It's not. Um, But the, the, the prom, I think, was a great choice because it doesn't yeah. change anything majorly. There's obviously a major thing that happens in the middle of the movie, but, like, it's not so insane that um it disrupts the court, the uh, flow kind of thing. What was it? The fake prom. Yeah, no, I really, really, really enjoyed it. 
Yeah, I did too. Meryl I thought Streep. it was fucking fantastic. Murders the oh, role. Loved her. She murders every role. She could actually do no wrong. This is true. I feel like this is kind of in musical wise redemption for Mamma Mia. Because she got she by the was critics. Fantastic in Mamma Mia. Her singing got criticized by critics for Mamma Mia, okay? No. Yeah. She did a great job. Ugh. Well, anyway, I think in the prom she belts out some notes and they sound incredible. They do sound incredible. I think she did a great... Wow, I can't... all those critics are wrong. <laughs> she did a good job in Mamma Mia. <laughs> I didn't mean to hit a nerve, I'm sorry. Well, it's just quite frankly offensive to not recognise the queen that she is. It's also fair. At the very beginning of the movie when Meryl Streep's character says, like, I think it's Meryl Streep's character... They're reading the bad review of their musical. Yeah. And she's like, that's not a criticism, but that's not a criticism. That's just a personal attack. <laughs> yeah, I, I love that. that. That's my little that constant mood. <laughs> just for the um audio listeners, just, Maddie's currently yelling at her dad to stop soaring. And it's very funny. A curtain just fell down. <laughs> wow. It's like, this. Just, this is a lot to unpack. I wouldn't even be mad if people went went and um, paused the audio podcast to go watch Maddie's life slowly fall apart or quickly, and then yeah, come back, back together. <laughs> and I had I had plenty of fun narrating. I did kind of hear you in my ear, and I was like, "Oh my god, he needs to shut up." That's what everyone says. No, I'm just I'm just joshing. That's fair. Um, <laughs> Also, yeah, no, Ryan Murphy directing, he has zero self-control and for once it actually paid off. <laughs> it's true. What Ryan, else has he done? Like American Horror Story, The Normal Heart, American Crime Story, Pose. Yes. He currently sense. runs like a thousand TV shows. <laughs> wow. Yeah. That's a lot. Yeah. Um, Oof, I'm getting itchy. That was all from my snuggling with Nigel. <laughs> <okay>. <laughs> I thought it was the leprosy. Well, probably that too. Fair. Um, yeah, Kerry Washington absolutely slays it. Slayed. Slayed. All of them did, honestly. I think even James Corden. Yeah, it's true. As much as I hate to say, they all did a phenomenal job acting and singing. Yeah. This is true. It was very good. It was. Um, all the songs are very good, which I feel like is pretty uncommon for a musical. Yes, this is true. Usually they kind of, there's a couple of real dodgy ones, but they're all very enjoyable. They were quite musically songs, but like they, they're not like songs that you can like, they're not like pop songs that you can listen to and people wouldn't know us from a musical. They're all like musical songs, but they're very good songs. I disagree. I think the finale song could be a regular song. Remember. I think the Unruly Heart acoustic song could be a regular song. Yeah, probably. And I think... Maybe. No, that's pretty much it. <laughs> Still, though, I think it was great. It was great. It was really good. I'm going to show mum. And if she hates it, I'm disowning her. I watched it with my mum. She loved it. She cried a lot. Aww, and it was very funny. At the end, she was like, that was an important movie. Oh, I love your and mom. I was like, that's so funny, buddy. <laughs> She's so wholesome. Also, I feel like I should point out, I never cry in movies, and then the two lesbian movies, which are the two movies I've watched in the last week, have both made me cry. Uh, gay movies are On a whole better. other level. That's true. Yeah, they are. <laughs> I mean, it's proof <laughs> that diversity breeds better um, narratives, better stories. It's true creativity love that yeah um also last thing on it do you have anything to say on it i haven't watched a video yet because i was scared but no not really (laughs) um no my last thing is like it's very interesting uh so like comparing okay this is gonna be a lot comparing dan levy's 
emotional speech about coming out in Happiest Season yeah. to the James yeah. Corden emotional coming out speech in yeah. the prom. Yeah. I can kind of pretty clearly see the emotional competence um, of having a gay person play a gay character and a straight person play a gay character. Right? It's really true. I'm not like, the only one. I, right? I think. <laughs> Nigel! Hi! No, no, no. Sweetie. It's no, no. Shush, shush, shush. He ran inside and then sat at the window shivering. It's yeah. okay. You're all right. Hey! I think he's scared. He is scared. There was another dog that walked by. Oh, he doesn't fair. like other dogs. I don't like other humans, so. You're right. Oh, it's okay. Did you hear that little whimper? Mm. <laughs> oh, all right. It's okay. Stop crying, you big baby. You're such a sook, aren't you? You're the biggest sook on the planet. Um. Yeah. No, I 100% agree. I think it was very, very obvious. And it was a scene that really made me go, oof, this was a mistake. Like, obviously, I had already thought that, that he was yawning. <laughs> That's what that noise was. Um, definitely, I'd already been like, yeah, this was a mistake. But once you see that scene, it's a bit like, wow, like, there's just a difference in, like, the depth. Yeah. Like, he pulled it off, but it definitely, um, yeah. Even comparing it to... Um, oh. <laughs> What's Ariana DeBose's character's name? I don't know who that is. Carrie Washington's daughter. Alyssa. Girlfriend. Alyssa, of course. Um, even comparing the James Corden coming out speech to Alyssa's coming out speech. Yeah. Was like, she is she a lesbian or is she bi or? She's queer. Yeah. I don't know what it is exactly, but she's queer. Um, okay. But yeah, like that that shit hit deep. Those tears were a lot. It. They were a lot. When when Kerry Washington was like, I've got to go, and uh, when um, Alyssa was like, Mom, and her voice broke, I was like. <laughs> Literally. Yeah, in yeah that was a lot. The, the scene when Kerry Washington, the mom, is walking away, and yeah, it's a lot. Um, it's a lot. I will say, though. Can you see Nigel in the mirror? Sorry. A little bit. <laughs> you can see his tail. This is his leg. This is his oh. front leg. This is his face. Why are you coming for my <laughs> brand? Um, anyway, yeah. Do you want to go down there? Yeah, my long, long time obsession with Michelle Pfeiffer's Miss Baltimore Crab's mom in Hairspray finally paid that off. From? My, it's finally paid off with Kerry Washington's evil villain mom in yeah, The Prom. And The Truly. Parallels, iconic. We stand. Really, that's my vibe. <laughs> Clearly, her verse, her verse in the prom prom song in the middle, yeah, phenomenal. Michelle Pfeiffer's Miss Baltimore Crab solo, phenomenal. <laughs> I just, we stand. We do. Well, it's been more than an hour, I think. I don't think. Really, I do. It's five oh three. Nearly, nearly. I mean, we do have to cut up a couple of minutes in the middle where I was dealing with. <laughs> oh, this is true. Um, did but you... I want the fox always go for a turn. Yeah. No, they don't. Lying whore. Bitch, they do because we always add stories um, and no. opinions. Anyway, we need to talk about the Disney Investors Day and the fact that they announced too many things. <sighs> Too many things, way too need, many things. I don't need 15 Star Wars shows and 15 Marvel shows and 15 Literally, why Pixar are they, shows why are over the so next many two shows? years. Why are they doing so many shows? It's fucking It's ridiculous. unnecessary. It is, money it out is it. ridiculous. It's literally going to be the Star Wars spinoff movies all over again. Because like, Rogue One did well and then Solo flopped. Because people don't want that much. No, they really don't want that much. They don't. They actually don't, though. They just want... They just want... Quality over quantity. Yes. Yes, they do. And just because you can make money from it doesn't mean you should. This is true. Disney does not believe that. No. No. No bitches. Bitches. Okay, what's... Do you have a what the fuck of the week? 
You don't want to talk more about that? Okay, there's not much more to say. Like, I'm excited for it's some true, of it, but mostly Disney. I'm just, it's too much. It's way too much. It's, it's, that's, it was, ugh. It makes me mad. It makes me, like, physically angry. That's really fair. Um, so are you ready for what the you fuck? You go first with your what the fuck. Yeah. And my what I the don't fuck have of one, the week. <laughs> my what the fuck of the week is Christopher Nolan. Okay. Not being able to control himself. And putting out a statement yes. about Warner Brothers sending all of the um, movies to HBO Max. <laughs> Not to say he didn't have, he didn't make some points because he did make some points. I just think he went about the wrong way, and he called HBO Max objectively the worst streaming service. And I'm like, buddy, Quibi just died. Give it some time to like, <laughs> give it some time to chill. Okay, let the waters even out. Um. But no, I think that he just can't control himself. And he, he's literally, no, really still, he's literally still going so on about the fact that, um, <laughs> it's true. The, he's still going on about fucking Tenet being released in cinemas despite there being a pandemic. And it's like, that's not the fucking point. That's not, Warner Brothers released Tenet as a tester because you forced them to and it fucking yeah. flopped. Yeah. Now they don't want to do that again with all their other big budget movies. However. Did it really flop? Yeah um the movies in like the biggest market um it's true and also it objectively sucked it would have flopped anyway it's true but i wasn't gonna say it um (laughs) (laughs) i'll say it i've already put it on the internet (laughs) this is true um no and it's like there are points to be made and i think uh what's his name jealous villanueva or whatever i can't remember his full name dennis oh yeah villanueva uh I always say Blade Villain Runner 2049. You. I don't know why. It's just directed to Blade Runner 2049 and he's about to Dune comes out next year. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Warner Brothers just made the announcement that they're releasing all these movies and didn't tell the, a lot of the directors mm. that they were sending them to HBO Max. And I think that's mm. super fucked up. I agree. I think they should have talked about it with the directors and if the directors were very adamant that they wanted to wait until it was safer yeah. for large audiences to go see it than they yep. should have been given that option. Uh, I kind however, of agree because it kind of devalues the work a little bit just because of the oh, fact that they're, they're just not going to make, like they're physically incapable of making as much money as they comparatively could have. Yeah. And also it's, and it is, it is kind of a cash grab to just get subscribers for HBO Max. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I, I just, he penned a, he penned an article for like uh, Vanity Fair or something and he was far more eloquent, far more understanding. He didn't, he made a specific point to be like, I'm not saying to release movies in the middle of a pandemic because that would be fucked up and wrong. I'm saying <laughs> there's better ways to do it and to wait or, or talk to the directors and figure out a um, compromise. So yeah. anyone, everyone go read that article. He made points and he made them better than Christopher Nolan could ever. Um, and also, like, no Christopher Nolan didn't really pandemic. make points. No, he was like, he just yeah, cried. Released in the pandemic anyway. And I was like, but people are dying, Kim. You know? I mean, you're right, though. I just, it's yeah. true. It's true. Anyway, what's your what the fuck of the week? Um, my what the fuck of the week is. I feel like it has to be Nigel. <laughs> for barking or for being cute both she was like what the fuck how can you be so cute and so annoying at the same time <laughs> like me exactly like you you even look like Nigel well Nigel looks like you <laughs> you don't look like Nigel <laughs> I feel so offended right now don't he's adorable um, this is true Um, <laughs> I have another what the fuck of the week and it's that you didn't even Acknowledge my housewife mugshot mug. Oh, is that what that is? Yeah, and it's iconic. And you're going to hell for not mentioning it. I mean, I saw the mug, and the only comment I was going to make was, "Wow, coffee at this time of day." <laughs> you're a bitch. You're going to hell. So you're lucky I didn't. <laughs> you're going to hate your double hockey sticks. Good. That's where I belong. It is. Okay. If you want, right. I feel like I should wrap up. But um, if you want to follow the podcast, you can follow us on 
Twitter and Instagram at WTFIH podcast. Um, also, you know, give Good. us a five star rating. Subscribe to us on all of the podcast yes. things. Please um, do. And if you want to, you'll be lucky Twitter, to have us. It's true. You are, yes. If you want to follow me on Twitter and um, <laughs> listen to me gush about the prom, you can do that. Um, at <laughs> NIC underscore sushi. So do that. And Maddie, what are your handles? Oh, yeah. Um, Twitter and Insta, Lady Alice 101. If you go on Twitter, definitely there'll be Galactic Federation information. <laughs> Tweets. Also, YouTube. Oh, and YouTube, Lady Alice 101. Also, same, same, where I also talk about the prom. So there you go. <laughs> this is also true. Love that for us. Okay. Um, well, I guess we'll leave everyone until next week, which will be our Christmas episode, I guess. Dang. Yeah. Are we taking a break over Christmas or? I don't I don't think so. Maybe like one week Fair. over New Year. I don't know. We'll see. We'll figure that out. Um, <laughs> see where the dates fall. Yeah. Um, Cute. Yeah. And let's hope that this Zoom recording podcast episode actually records. <gasps> Dang. Can you imagine if we talked about all of that stuff and it didn't work? I'd cry. Can you imagine? Can no. you believe? Okay. I'll be really sad. Bye. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more and is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.